Oh my god, guys. This fucking movie. Holy shit. Shit, shit. So John and I were going to do a review of a uh, special episode review of Logan because we're both going to see it on the same day. Uh, John's a little busy; he has to uh, he has to work early in the morning. So uh, I'm going to th- throw this one out here solo, uh, and then on the next episode we'll actually we'll spend some time talking about it together. Um, so Logan, it's uh you know you've seen the trailers, you know what it is. Uh, Logan and Xavier have to get this uh, little girl to North Dakota because she has powers and it seems like she might be one of the last mutants um, and she needs to you know, get somewhere to be safe. Uh, Logan's old, his healing factor doesn't quite work, uh, Xavier's old, and his mind powers don't work. Um, I mean, it's obviously a lot more detailed than that. Uh, that's just the you know, basic outline of it. Um this movie uh, is, is so fucking powerful. I, I said as soon as I finished it, I looked over to Joseph and I told him, I was like, so it's safe to say this is the best X-Men movie, right? Uh, to which he agreed. Um, and then I, I went this morning again to see it with uh, uh, our buddy uh, Joey from From the Mind of Joe Productions. Uh, we went to see it together and uh, he said he wouldn't call it the best X-Men movie because, and I have to agree, it's not an X-Men movie. So... But in any case, in the film series, it is absolutely hands down the best. The best writing, the best cinematography, the best direction, the best acting. Fucking everything about this movie is best. It is a goddamn near perfect movie. Um, Hugh Jackman is such a heartbreaking performance in this. I mean... You haven't seen Logan. Like this is the This is the Wolverine movie we've all wanted. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Patrick Stewart reminds everybody. He, he and it's it's kind of a travesty that people don't remember how great of an actor Patrick Stewart is. You know he's known for playing Captain Picard, which he did wonderful in, and he's known for you know playing uh, Professor X. In this movie, he fucking reminds us he is a classically trained, wonderful, perfect actor. I mean, he, he's so good. Um, he, he it's. What's what's really good about this movie is, and I and that's again I told Joseph this is that you know this movie's it's already brilliant, but I guarantee that when it comes out, if you were to sit there and you watch X Men one two three, skip Origins, and then watch uh, the Wolverine or the Wolverine and Days of Future Past, and then watch Logan, the movie will be that much more beautiful. Because you've seen their journey a hundred percent, and you've never seen them like this, and and that's what's so heartbreaking about it. You know, we see Professor X, and he's always kind of like this stoic, powerful man. He's the fearless leader of the X Men, and in this he's reduced. He he's broken almost. He's he's hurt. He you know he's having seizures. He he doesn't quite remember what happened. Why they're you know why they're not in Westchester anymore. Um, this, and, and then Logan, I mean, 
he's always been the most powerful member of the or seemingly the most powerful member member of the group and this he's still i mean obviously he's powerful but he's just he's so he's weak he's old his life has kind of crumbled around him um i have not seen a better hugh jackman performance than this movie i i, I can't even lie it, it, he's so good in this I'll tell you this straight up right now. I fucking cried watching this movie. Both times I watched this movie, I cried. And it was, you know, I think three or four separate times. You know, and uh, I'll go ahead and say this before, you know, before I move farther along. Uh, We'll just say spoiler alert right here because uh, there's so much to talk about this movie and I don't want to skip. I want people to listen to this and understand you know why i feel like i feel and i can't do that without actually talking about what happened in the movie um you know the first the first scene really that gets me it, it got me in the movie honestly was uh they're on this adventure and they get to this uh this little farmhouse and stay with uh, this family uh, which is actually led by eric lasalle of of er fame I saw his name in the opening credits. I was like, "Fucking what? What did? He, where is he at in this movie where he gets an opening credit? Um, he actually plays a. Not, I won't say he's not an integral part of the movie. He's he is important. He's in there a lot more than you would expect. Um, and it was cool. It was cool seeing him. Uh, but they get to this house, X twenty three Xavier and uh, Logan. Uh, and then some troubles are brewing. So Logan and uh, Eric LaSalle, you know, run off to go take care of it. While Xavier and X-23 stay there with the, uh, uh, the rest of that family. Um, it's a little later in the night and, uh, uh, Xavier wakes up because somebody walks into his room. Uh, and he, and then he, he gives this heartbreaking performance. It's one shot, you know, it's, it shows him telling the story and not really telling the story, but he's talks about how that night had been one of the best nights he'd had or the best night he'd had in a long time. And in the instant he goes from joyful and he closes his eyes and then kind of opens them again. And he's just, he's crying and he talks about how he doesn't deserve it. And he, he remembers what he did and why they're, why they're not in Westchester anymore. Um, it, it got me there. I, like I teared up so fucking hard whenever that came up. Uh, and then it was even worse whenever he, you know, he looks up and he thinks he's talking to Logan and you look up and he's talking to Logan, but it's not Logan. It's uh, a clone of Logan. Uh, some people, uh, they're calling him X-24 in the movie. Um, but actually it was uh, kind of suggested to, uh, to me uh, earlier today that maybe that's their version of Dakin. Which could be interesting, be a kind of a cool thing, uh, but in any case, uh, he, he puts his fist to his chest and releases his claws, and you know stabs uh, Xavier in the chest. Um, it, that part fucking got me, and it was like, fuck, man, it was so powerful. Um, and then you know, obviously Logan comes and and sort of saves the day, gets his ass fucking handed to him um, by X twenty four. Uh, but as he's pick, he picks up Xavier, takes him outside, and as he's doing so, he's, you know, he leans down. He's just like, "It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me." Just to make sure before, you know, Charles dies that he knows that it wasn't Logan that killed him. So fucking good. The entire movie, he's he's kind of shitty to 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 Professor X. 
uh, you know, he's kind of grumpy, which he's a surly dude anyways, but he, you know, he, he seemed especially pissy with him. Um, but you can see how heartbroken he is of how, how much damage has been done to his mentor, his, his sort of father figure. Um, needless to say, he dies. Um, and then the scene, the next scene, whenever they bury him, it's, it's hard because he, he doesn't cry. You know, like you usually see in movies, he, it's like that thing, you know, whenever, you know, I've done, you know, obviously I've done it most, it's usually men who do it, um, because they don't, you know, they think it's not manly to cry, um, it's kind of where they look off into the distance and their eyes kind of water and they're trying really hard not to cry and they're just kind of concentrating on something in the distance and, and then at the end you just kind of <sighs> blow and just fucking frustrated and uh, he that's what he does that's the exact performance and i fucking i didn't i didn't stop myself from crying I, like there's no way i was tears uh, tears rolled it, it was uh wonderful um uh professor x i mean uh, patrick stewart he just oh man so good it, like it's 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 really fucking incredible how good he does in this movie um like I said, that that scene right there where he talks about you know what he did and that scene alone, yeah, give him a fucking give him every Oscar. Holy shit, give him every Oscar. Um, you know, j- you know, jumping into you know, obviously these are very powerful performances, and I even I asked Joseph and I asked Joey both, you know, do it's March, so we've got you know nine more months to go until we can kind of get a clear picture of what's going to be happening at the Oscars next year. Um, I mean, obviously considering, you know, unless something else comes out, there's no way Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart don't get an Oscar nomination for this movie. They, this isn't just a good comic book movie. And that's the thing that a lot of people are making, you know, if you say it's a good movie, like, oh yeah, a comic book movie. No, no, no. It's a good film. It's a good movie. Um, there's no way, and I don't take, say that lightly. I don't say that you know. I thought because I was enamored by the first viewing, but even on the second viewing of it, I still think the same way. And I'm looking back on it now, and I still think exactly the same way. There's no way that this movie. There's no way this movie doesn't get any kind of award award uh, recognition. At least Golden Globes. There, there. It's got to get that. Um, the villains of the movie are played by uh, uh, Richard E. Grant. Um, he plays the Xander Rice, who whose father worked on the uh, Weapon X program that created Wolverine. Um, he does really good in this movie. Uh, he's not in it very much, which kind of surprised me because he's he he always seemed like he was going to be sort of the main villain, but he's not. He's kind of like the mad scientist, not really mad scientist. He's not crazy. He's actually very cool, calm, and collected, which kind of makes him a little scary. Um, but Richard E. Grant does a really good job in this. And I remember whenever they cast him, most people were thinking, because at the end of Apocalypse, we see somebody go in and grab a vial of uh, Weapon X's blood, which is Wolverine. And it closes the briefcase, and it's the Essex Corporation, which is Mr. Sinister. Some people thought that he was going to play Mr. Sinister. Uh, I'll tell you this right now. If they had revealed that he was Mr. Sinister in this movie... Or if Mr. Sinister was, or they even brought Sabretooth back into it, anything like that, it would have ruined the movie. I, I, I can't stress that enough. Any, if they would have 
put any real uh, like comic book villain in this movie, it would have ruined it. Uh, which sounds ridiculous because it is at its heart a comic book movie. Uh, but it was such a beautiful and well done movie that it didn't need any of that. Um, but he plays he plays the character Xander Rice, which like I said, uh, his father worked at the on the Weapon X program. Um, there's a cool scene at the end. Um, uh, beating down Logan is sitting there, and Xander Rice is sort of monologuing to him and talks about how his father worked on the Weapon X program. <laughs> and, um, Logan's like, You're, he was the one that put put this poison in me, you know, motioning to his claws with the adamantium. Um, which is another thing. He, uh, the adamantium has been poisoning him. That's part of the reason he's so sickly and his healing factor is not working as well. They don't go into a whole lot of detail as to why they're not, but he, they make it clear his healing factor is not working so well. And the adamantium is poisoning him and he's dying. Um, but anyways, he, um, he's talking to him and, uh, he's like, you put this poison in me. And he's like, yeah, I think he did. And, um, He's like, I think I killed him. Just like so fucking like straight face, deadpan. He's like, I think I killed him, and he's like, Yeah, I think you did too. Uh, it, it was such. A, it was like it was a kind of a, a cute little scene between the two, and it was a callback to the you know. Uh, well, I mean, I guess uh, it would be X Men too, because I guess X Men Origins doesn't really work. It doesn't really exist in this canon anymore. Um. But Rick Rudy Grant, he's not in it very much. What he is in it, though, is enjoyable. He's, he's very good. Uh, kind of, um, I don't want to say surprise. I don't know this kid. He, he's a, I think he's a relatively young actor. I've not seen him in anything else. Uh, uh, Boyd Holbrook, uh, which sounds like his career is getting ready to fucking blow up. Um, but he, uh, he plays Donald Pierce, leader of the Reavers, um, a group of um, sort of enhanced bounty hunters i guess um created by uh transigen the company that's creating these mutants he is good really good in this movie he kind of plays this arrogant villain like the arrogant villain he, he he's yeah. it's cool because i mean one it's it's hard enough to get somebody who can stand up to hugh jackman's wolverine and look like a legitimate threat. Um, and not necessarily a threat even. But I mean it looks legitimate. Like it makes sense for them to be standing toe to toe. Um, this kid. He, it's hard enough for just to find a regular actor to do that. But you find a new, a new young kind of up and coming actor to do it. And make it work. I and mean, that's all that kid. That's all Boyd Holbrook. That, that's all him. And he, he stands toe to toe with Logan. And it works. He's a, he's got this Texas accent and it's very badass and he's very calm when he talks to Logan usually and then uh, I, they don't they don't really fight which is fine because Wolverine would fucking murder him um that he he, he they don't fight, yeah they don't fight really uh Wolverine sh- shoots his uh mechanical arm off um yeah he's the guy in the trailer you see he's got the robot arm um, but shit, he does good. He's so good. Um, and the way, holy fuck, they kill him in this movie. Uh, all the little, the kids, uh, that they created have these power, you know, one kid has, you know, freezing breath. One kid has the power of electricity. One kid apparently has the power of, you know, mother nature 
or, or something. I mean, they obviously don't go in the powers because they're not the focus of the movie. Um, but they all use their powers on him and like strangle him with uh, grass and uh, you know, slowly like kind of electrocute him and freeze him to death. It's holy fuck. It's brutal. I, it's, I can't get over how brutal it was. Uh, and there's no question about it. When you watch this movie, it is rated R like R like a hard fucking R and it's not for like, you know, sex scenes or anything like that. It's, it's pretty bloody and a lot of fuck is thrown around, which again, that's fine. But I, the one thing I don't want to see is parents online complaining how, uh, they took their kids to see this movie and there's so much cursing in it. Well, it's rated fucking R. Seriously, dude. People complain whenever Deadpool came out too. I'm like, do you, do you not understand the MPAA ratings? R means don't let your kids fucking see it unless you think they can handle it. You know? And nowadays, I mean, I, I can't imagine a kid who can't handle the things that are in this movie. To be honest, if they, if they can handle blood and you don't mind them hearing the word fuck thrown around, that movie's fine for them. It's fucking deep, and if they're too young, it's going to go right over their heads. Uh, but it's definitely, you know, that's the worst thing. It's the blood and the and the and cursing. Um, they do show titties in there, which uh, <laughs> whatever they did. Uh, it was just because Logan's a chauffeur, and he's driving this, like, kind of a bachelorette party around. And uh, they're like, hey, driver. And then the girl flashes him. It's, I mean, it's it's just a silly, you know, scene. I, I laughed. I was like, holy shit, titties in a Wolverine movie. I can't believe it. Um, uh, Back to the cast, though. Uh, I think the biggest surprise in the movie, one of the biggest surprises in the movie was uh, Stephen Merchant uh, played Caliban, who we'd seen previously in uh, Apocalypse. Um, You know, one, Stephen Merchant's a comedian, and not to sound like a dick, but generally when you hear comedian... And they're in a movie. You don't think they're going to be a great actor. Uh, there's a few exceptions to that rule. Jimmy Fox, uh, usually. Uh, Russell Brand. You know, um, Steven Merchant does really well in this movie. He, he has got some funny lines. Um, but he's... Uh, Caliban is, is the mutant tracker. Uh, and so, you know, in the movie... Uh, Transigen, the the bounty hunter, the Reavers kidnap him, uh, torture him, and beat him uh, to make them hunt, make him uh, hunt Logan and Xavier, uh, which he does begrudgingly, sort of. But he gives them kind of like belated information to give uh, Logan and Xavier the edge to get them out of there. Um, but they beat him, and you know when they get ready to torture him, they show him because he's a he's an albino, so he can't handle the light. Before they show him, or before they, you know, take him, they, you know, kind of torture him, trying to get him to just make the decision to help him. When he doesn't, they, uh, you know, put him in sunlight and tortures him. And, uh, you know, before they do, Boyd Holbrook, uh, Donald Pierce, is, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, beware the light. And then it's it's a fucking brilliant payoff later in the movie. It's, uh, they finally catch up to him and they've, you know, revealed uh, Dark Wolverine. Uh, in the movie, the clone of Logan, uh, who's just beating the ever-loving fuck out of anything that's in sight. Uh, and as they're getting ready to go out there and, you know, control him uh, and bring him back in and cage him, they uh, 
um, you know, Caliban reaches out from underneath the cage and grabs a couple of grenades, pops the fucking pins out, looks at him and says, beware the light and throws the motherfuckers. And it blows up and knocks, you know, Donald uh, Pierce out of the truck uh, so he can live and make it to the climax of the movie. Um, but it was such a badass way for him to go out. We, you you kind of thought the character was going to be kind of a bitch, um, but he wasn't. It, it, it was a it was a fantastic portrayal by a surprisingly good actor. Um, again, I haven't seen Steve Merchant in anything else, um, but he's uh, he, he was pretty wonderful in it. I think, uh, to be perfectly honest, I was more surprised by uh, Daphne Keene, who played Laura, X-23. Um... Generally, whenever you, you watch a movie with kids, and I, or at least I do, I grade on a curve uh, because we have to face it. Child actors generally suck. They're just awful at what they do. Um, now, it does seem lately that a lot of kid actors are doing way better. I mean, look at uh, Stranger Things. Those kids are wonderful. All of them are wonderful actors, not just for kids, but good actors. Um, but Daphne Keene, like, she doesn't have a whole lot of lines in the movie, but she is... She is a haunting performance. Um, unbelievable. There, it, she, at the fucking end, dude, she kills me. Like, okay, fuck, uh, spoiler alert. Logan dies, right? And at the end, you know, they've been traveling together. And then as soon as he's getting ready to die, she runs up to him. She's fucking crying so hard. And and she says the line. And it says, it's, it's like, she says, Daddy, no. And it's, it's fucking, it killed me. It fucking killed me. I don't even have kids, and it killed me. Um, it was heartbreaking. It, it, and she cried. It was like a real cry, too. It wasn't like a, uh, what was the famous, the, the thing from Justice, no, uh, from Fantastic Four to, um, it wasn't a pretty cry. Which, I, you know, which is a nonsense thing to say anyways, but like, this does seem like in a lot of movies they have a lot of pretty crying. Like this girl was bawling her eyes out, snot coming out of her nose. It was heartbreaking. It was so it was wonderful, so moving. And she gives this because uh, earlier in the movie they watched this movie called an old western called Shane, um, which is basically about an old gunslinger who comes out of retirement for one last you know go around. Uh, a little on the nose, I'll have to say, but. You know, it's a, it not. I wouldn't say obscure movie, but most of the audience who's going to see this movie don't doesn't know that movie. So it's it, they would have to look into it to realize it. So it is a you know very clever clever reference. Uh, but at the end of that movie, there's a, a sort of a monologue from the main hero who talks to this little boy who says, you know, basically you, you can't break the mold. You got uh, you can't break the mold. You, you are what you are. You can't run from the killing. She she recites that fucking monologue as his eulogy, and just before she walks away, and this is the part that fucking kills me, and it's it's such a minimal part, and you wouldn't think it would do anything. Um, they kind of they all the kids bury him, and uh, they put this little you know cross up, you know as you do of cross of sticks. You know she starts to walk away. And before she does, she turns around, walks back, takes a stick, and lays it kind of like on its side almost. So it's an X as his grave marker. Oh, my God. It killed me. Because it, it, we've been watching these movies since I was a kid. You know? And this is the end of the series as we know it. You know? This is the end of the Logan saga. It, it, it was so good. Um, 
I, I, I mean, I don't know how else to stroke this movie off. I really don't. And it might be a crude way to say it. But honestly, it, it's such a beautiful and well done movie. Um, I don't, I, and I, like I said, I don't want to give a whole lot away. I, I'm trying to keep it as spoiler free as possible. Uh, you know, it's, I don't want to give away all the twists and stuff like that, but there's so much in it where, like, like I said, about four times it, it got me. I was either tearing up or tears were rolling. Um, on both viewings, not even on just the first one, on both viewings. And you, you, you don't get that a lot in a whole lot of movies, particularly the comic book movies. Uh, such a well done story and such, a, they earned this ending. You know what I mean? Like, it, like one of the chief complaints is whenever, whenever a movie doesn't earn something they do in the movie, and it's hard to explain that. I guess um, okay, Batman v Superman, they didn't earn that fight, that battle of Batman versus Superman. Civil War, on the other hand, absolutely one hundred percent earned the battle between Captain America and Iron Man, because we had so long. A films what, what was it 12 12 films in eight years or, or something to that effect till we got to that movie and um they they earned that right logan earned this ending 100 it, it felt like the natural conclusion to it and, and you don't get that a lot in a whole lot of movies in a whole lot of franchises um and I mean, it's hard enough, you know, I guess they had the, they didn't have the battle that a lot of dramatic movies have, which is like a lot of dramatic movies that you see either nominated for Oscars or just in general, they have to fight to make you care about these characters. You know, uh, if you have to care about these characters before you get to the end of the movie, they had the battle with X-23, which they won. I mean, easily won. And that, I mean, it had everything to do with uh, Daphne Keene, the actress who portrayed Laura, the uh, X-23. Um, But uh, we had, whatever, like 15, almost 20 years of X-Men movies to care about Professor X, about Patrick Stewart's Professor X and uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. That's a long time. And so they, they that part was probably a little easier for on them. But it doesn't make it any less incredible. Um, you know, it's it's something special. This movie is special. There's no way other way to put it. It's heartbreaking. It's action-packed. It's got humor in it. Um, and I mean, it's really something truly to behold. I couldn't have asked for a better movie. I couldn't ask for a better Wolverine movie. And really, this is the best fucking kickoff uh, to 2017, far as movies go, um, everything in it was perfectly done. Uh, I will most likely go see the movie again, and I will buy it when it comes out. Um, I wanted to want to say I was kind of reading up and seeing what what other critics were saying about about the movie. Um, Mara Reinstein from Us Weekly, a magazine my mother used to read, um. But uh, uh, they gave the movie two and a half out of four stars. Now, let me get this. Uh, let me go ahead and say, if you don't like the movie, that's fucking cool. I've said, I'll say that all the time. I love this movie. Uh, it seems like most 
of the world love this loves this movie but if somebody doesn't like this movie that's fucking cool man don't like the movie um so i'm not shitting because she gave uh gave it two and a half out of four stars i will say that one of her uh, observations was a hundred percent wrong um she said uh quote the film loses its way during the 20 minutes too long journey for all the breathless talk about how Logan transcends the superhero genre, there's nothing groundbreaking about a road trip movie in which adults try to elude the bad guys to protect a super special child. Let me tell you, what the fuck? Seriously, you can't reduce this movie like that. This is not at all. At its, if you, its skeleton is that. There are so much more to this movie, so many different layers, like an onion. Uh, 20 minutes too long. Fuck you, it's not 20 minutes too long. Let it go on forever. Um, it's not long. It doesn't feel long. You know, obviously, when you read uh, 140 minutes, I think, is the runtime. And when you read that online for any movie, really, you're like, oh, shit. They've got a journey. Um, this movie flows so beautifully it's like they know how he knows james mangle knows how to fucking pace a movie um you know you got the action beats and you got the middle is uh i won't say slower because it's not slower but it's like a resting period almost but there's always something going on it's good flow of action and drama and uh, calmness um it's not 20 minutes too long at all it, it's it does absolutely transcend the superhero genre. It is not, it is above any other superhero movie that's ever come out. I will say the first time we, we talked about a movie like this was the dark Knight, And this is better than the dark Knight. I can confidently say that it is better than the dark Knight. Uh, she is 100% wrong. She didn't like the movie. That's cool. She gives it two and a half out of four stars. That's fine. But her observation is 100% wrong. It's not too long. It does transcend the genre. It's beautiful. This movie is the one of the best. It is the best comic book movie I've ever seen. Hands down. And I guarantee it's going to be one of the best movies I see this year. I mean, I'm talking like top three. It's got... It has set the bar for any other, not just comic book movie. I can't, I can't stress that enough. That this has is no longer on that level. It, you don't need that modifier anymore for this, for, particularly for this movie. It doesn't need to be for a comic book movie. This has set the bar. If for a comic book movie, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant film that has set the bar for the rest of the year for every other film that comes out. It's going to be hard to beat the emotion and the powerful, just raw nature of this movie. If you get a chance, go out and see this movie as soon as you possibly can. Like, ASAP, man. Like, as soon as you get off work, go to the fucking theater and go see it. I can't stress that enough. I cannot stress it enough. The movie is perfect. And fuck, go see the goddamn movie now right now turn this off and go see it right now if you guys have any questions for me or john uh you can uh find us on twitter at tweety mctweet 11 or at jd 713 um 
you can also shoot us an email at uh, real what we're talking about at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the movie too. Um, we're gonna, you know, I'll, I'll, if you email me before the next time you record, I'll read the emails on our uh, on the podcast and we'll discuss them. Uh, if you have any just generally questions for us, you want to hear us cast certain characters or cast actors and certain, you know, see who we'd cast certain actors as, uh, shoot us the email. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash real what we're talking about. Uh, you know, we're constantly sharing, uh, you know, news and, um, audio and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, definitely, you know, share us with everybody you can, you know, hashtag sharing is caring, right? Uh, get the word out about us. Uh, help us out. Help make this little bitty, tiny little baby podcast into a big boy podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, just hit us up. Let us know what you thought of the movie and go see it. Go see it as soon as you possibly can. I'm not even kidding. I can't stress it enough. You need to see this movie. It needs to be a part of your life. Uh, so until next time, I'm Jake. John will be here next time. What were we talking about? Snicked. <laughs> <laughs>